Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We love we Rock Love Festival! Welcome to the Yonder Podcast. This week we're talking to Colts. They're an eclectic amalgamation of musicians with backgrounds spanning an array of genres. The group formed in Brisbane features members of Wax, Yellowcat, Redcat, Pleasure Symbols, Finance, Average Art Club, Bachari, Fields Club and Radis Radis. Colts have a signature brand of alternative dream pop in which they blend a unique use of choral vocals with winding interlocking guitars and confessional songwriting. So let's uh, have a chat to the band members of Colts. We're here with uh, Colts. We have Adam and Lisa from Colts here on the Yonder podcast. How are you going, guys? Good. Thank you so much for having us. No problem at all. So, once again, we'll just flag that this recording is happening the weekend before Yonder. So, we are, we're coasting into the festival as as. We're going to we time speak. travel to, the, to January. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I, I mean, what what does the what does the week before a festival look like for you? you, you <laughs> oh God, scrambling to get quite everything unprepared, <laughs> um, arguing over who's going to have the most face paint. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, I, I mean, so we should uh, say a little bit about the band. So, you are you are cults. Um, C O L T S. Uh, so, what are you, and what is your vibe? Like, what kind of stuff do you do for people who haven't heard you? It's kind of like if you put a mermaid in a jar and then toss it into the sea, and then put reverb on that, and then added a lot of yelling over the top. <laughs> it's hey, like that's a vivid picture vivid that you've painted. There. Dream pop, I guess. Is, what you'd <laughs> is that? Is that? Is that? Uh, Album art that you're describing, or is that just Could uh, be. just, just fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, in the Brisbane River. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And how long have you been a, a going concern? How long has Colts been a thing? Uh, we played our first show less than a year ago, so December last year. So we've only been cool. playing live for this year, really. Yeah. And so, what do each of you do in the in the band? I play guitar and sing. Bass and sing, yeah. Nice. We've had a a little bit of discussion on this podcast about um, who is superior, guitarist or bassist. And I will say that bassists are leading at the moment. Um, Do do either of you care to weigh in on that one? Lisa is the queen. (laughs) She gets whatever she wants. just rock hard. Yeah, they're just the most badass. (laughs) We're fiddling around trying to get stuff right and she's just consistently just nailing it. Awesome. So who... I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, so when you're when you come to kind of write music, who who's the creative? Um? So the other guitarist James and myself will pretty much uh, come up with all of the parts, just the two of us, and then bring a kind of 
semi-finished project to the band and then everyone kind of fleshes out their own parts. Awesome, yeah, so and just kind of jamming out at the end there. Yeah, just to get like yeah, everyone's individual flavour on what we've kind of written for them. Yeah, awesome. So so is that kind of collaborative with, with you and, and James then or is it kind of you yeah, and he do the your own thing and then bring it no, to No, it's definitely – d- I can't finish a song without him and <laughs> he feels the same. We generally kind of meet up and say, hey, I wrote this riff this week and he'll be like, I wrote this riff this week and we'll just be like, let's play them over the top of each other <laughs> and if it works, it works. <laughs> awesome, yeah. So I guess uh, coming into the festival, is this is this the first uh, first festival that you guys have been, been to? Uh, as cults, as cults, as I mean, cults, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely the first festival that we've played. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm really interested in the difference between like uh, regular gigging and, and playing as a musician and festivals because this will this will be actually this uh, my first festival. Get out. Um, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I'm 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 a tourist and I'm a latecomer. <laughs> I'm a square. <laughs> I'm all of these things. <laughs> but I, I am very interested in what what it means for a musician and particularly a band to be somewhere totally separate from where they have kind of created this this creation and what what that means to them. Yeah, I think that when you're at a festival and it's you're much more in tune with the people that you're around and who you're performing mm. to because you're there the whole week and you're, uh, you know, uh, mixing with all these different people and you kind checking. of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's direct that. <laughs> you know, you're like, uh, you kind of get in tune with the vibe of the festival, yeah, and then you perform with that in mind as opposed yeah. to just rocking up to your gig at doors and doing the set that you've recorded and uh, that you've practiced in, this, uh, in the studio. Yeah, awesome. So uh, when you, in in that sort of situation, when you go to a, a gig, is it, uh, are you trying to replicate what your music is, uh, like what you've rehearsed or whatever, and is it a bit different at the, at the festival or is it the festival just entirely separate? Well, I think with the festival, we just try and make everything a bit more extra. Like <laughs> more, bigger, bigger. Yeah, more yeah. big pounding drums and everyone running around a little bit more <laughs> as opposed to trying to fit eight of us on a tiny <laughs> stage at Black Bear, you know. Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. We don't often get the chance to have a stage that big. So it's Not good that to we don't out. love the intimacy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we love to be wedged up between each other. I love smacking them with my face head. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So I guess uh, when, it, when it comes to a big stage um, – that that is just gives you a bit more freedom to to kind of go crazy with it, yeah. Yeah, move around a bit more. Um, so I guess where did cults come from? Was it just kind of a group of friends, or did you was it was it someone's brainchild? Well, the other songwriter James and myself, we actually played at Jungle Love together in another band, and then when that fizzled out, we still wanted to keep making music together. And that's when yeah, we awesome. started writing all of the cult stuff. And then, yeah, once we kind of finished the set, we just kind of got our mates on to be like, hey, help us out with this. <laughs> yeah, so kind of an organic process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so <clears throat> when it comes to um, kind of creating your, your – so where, where can people find your stuff? Because I, I know that there's, there's a, a little bit online – 
Just look within yourself. <laughs> and you'll find you'll find uh, the whole band of cults yeah. somewhere inside here. All in small spaces. Yeah. <laughs> All eight of us. <laughs> wielding wielding uh, bass bass guitars around. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, all the stuff that's been released so far or has been released as of January when we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's all on Spotify and Apple Music and all of that. Um, we've got a few film clips on YouTube as well. So, Plus a cocktail instructional video. Oh, all right. Uh, well, for any specific cocktail, for a cult's cocktail? Cult's tail. Yeah, the cult's tail. Right. I will, I will have to check that one <laughs> out. Is there any unique ingredients? Oh, okay. Very strong. Yeah, it's, it's similar to a Mai Tai with, with more onion. <laughs> mm, all right. Uh, I will reserve judgment until I've tried it. We'll bring you on. <laughs> I do have a favourite question to ask band members, and it's really interesting that there's two of you here. I just want to know what your current baby is. What is, what is, what is the, uh, the song that you are most proud of that you kind of – cherish at, just at the moment it doesn't have to be like in january when this is probably going to be released just like what what do you latch on to at the moment what do you think me yeah i'm latched on to november because we just recorded it mm. um and it was a really good process it was a really special time to mm. be with my mates you know making something cool awesome a bit yeah. heavier than our other stuff so it was really fun to play and be a bit shouty and stuff <laughs> and just the be first a bit loose uh, time stuff. that we actually all recorded as a mm, band previously yeah. it was just James and I recording yeah. all the parts so yeah it is kind of special also great song too just to, <laughs> like from my perspective I think the boys did a really good job yeah, the lyrics yeah. and the um, composing it as well so made it more fun to play I think uh, June would be my one at the moment oh, yeah. uh, just because of how we've kind of tweaked it from Close being like fave. a yeah like a short three minute song to like mm. a seven minute song yeah. for the festival and then all we do is play two chords and let the sax man <laughs> just solo for like three minutes and we just go to stand there with a grin on our face being like yeah we're all good he's doing yeah. we're all this good makes us look better <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that that's the uh that's the I guess the band member version of uh, the this, the really long song that the DJ puts on just before they take a bathroom break. Yeah, they go outside, have a cigarette <laughs> while um, like move on up plays for ten minutes, as if we're not playing move on up. Oh my, my god! god. <laughs> god, we got it back to the drawing board. <laughs> okay, so you you've yet to decide the uh, the set list. Oh, no, no, we've got it. <laughs> it's down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope just so. Just been debating over. Should should I say covers? Yeah, a cover, a certain Ooh, cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, this will be an exclusive for the people who who did oh, see it. Everybody's <laughs> gonna have seen it by this point of the yeah. time. Like, but we like to do dance. We like to do some club songs. Cool. In, yeah, in the set. Yeah, well, we can. we'll uh, we'll. Well, we're definitely open to getting you back on after the festival, if if you're keen, or during the festival, if if it's possible. Just Who knows come, what's going to happen? Just come on stage. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll just carry my microphones up. <laughs> um, d- during that song specifically, it sounds like you've got some. Oh, spare well, time. yeah. <laughs> sitting down, doing not a lot really. You got three minutes of interview. <laughs> um, so, is there? Are you in in your band? Is there one instrument, one person, or do you kind of shift around a little bit? Um, it's mostly, well, I mean, you could argue that singing and playing, everyone kind of sings a little bit. Cool. I, yeah. I kind of shift between doing some extra drum stuff and then maybe tambourine and guitar and playing and singing and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I like to keep everyone focused on one thing. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess that, that that could be important when it comes to actually polishing the, the final product. Yeah, well, whenever someone, like, has an idea for a different instrument, we just fucking add another person. <laughs> and then gone from, like, five to eight people in a year. Well, that's one way of doing it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Organising that many people is a treat, I tell you. Yeah. So, I guess, what do you... um. What do you take away from festivals? Like, obviously, they're, they're a different vibe than your regular gig. A hangover. <laughs> <laughs> and how long does that usually last? I need to know for reasons. I think it's still hungover <laughs> from last year's festival. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that... Um, wait, what was the question? <laughs> what do you take away from uh, from festivals? Like, what, what makes festivals oh. interesting? As a punter or a performer? Well, either I, or, because you're technically everyone's both. At yeah, yonder. I yeah. think being yeah. exposed to heaps of bands at one time and being really like just focused on listening to music and yeah, having a yeah. good time and you know, yeah, and like, making friends with other bands. And yeah, stuff. the it's connectivity, fun. like yeah, especially with, uh, like a festival like Yondo, where you're out on this farm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's kind of like everyone's just doing the same thing, and you just got to kind of yeah vibe with the people that are around you and. Get amongst it. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to get distracted when there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it feels like there's no wrong answers, really. You <laughs> You've got go a, f- a, a few stages and you just got to yeah. kind of find, find the one that, that suits you the best. Awesome. Well, um, where is there anything that you'd like to plug or, or anything you'd like to let your audiences know? Um, of course, we'll, we'll link to all your online presence in the show notes and, and et cetera. But, yeah, there is a little bit of a, a delay between recording and release. Yeah, well, if it's January and you haven't listened to our new single, you should do that November. It'll be online everywhere on my Facebook wall if you follow me. And we're also playing Mountain Goat Festival in February. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the date is. We'll paste it in later. We'll figure it out. It'll be in, it'll be in the show notes as well. Um, Awesome. Well, thank oh, you. Very hang much, on. You guys. We have a single launch as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a single launch Black in December bear. 19th. Of, oh, this will be too late for that. This will be a bit late for that one. Oh, well. Uh, how did Hope every- you enjoyed yeah, it. <laughs> liked it went launch. really well. <laughs> went off. Awesome. Okay. Well, well, thanks for coming in, guys. Um, and like I said, like hit us up at the at the festival, and hopefully afterwards as well, get a get a whole picture of, of what it's like <laughs> for for eight people um, in a band. Like that's a huge band. We're gonna interview you afterwards and see how your first festival went. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see how long I hold up. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much. I look forward to catching you at the festival. All right, thank you very much. See you guys. Thanks. Bye. for the Yonder Podcast this week. Join us in another fortnight where we'll be talking to more of the people of the Yonder Festival and we'll continue doing that all year until the next festival arrives and we have even more people to talk to. Thank you to the Yonder Festival for helping us put this together and we'll see you in a fortnight's time. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My Songs Suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. 
That's not Gundam Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.